Yo, what up, what up, bros? Welcome to another episode of In The Great Podcast. I'm here with your king, your host, K Skyline. And with him is the co-host, Mr. Sexy over here, Mr. Pretty Boy, the artist on. And to my left, my mouth is starting to get spicy. Just from about, about to say his name is Mr. Kimchi Poppy. <laughs> ah, spicy, spicy. Ah, and I am your sound guy, Marco. Woo, spicy. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> Where's the sound effect? Oh, I, I can't do it because of uh, uh, oh, okay, reasons. Alright, I can go ahead. Hey everyone, I'm here. Welcome to another podcast. It's your boy K Skyline. Alright, anyways, welcome back to uh, In The Grey Podcast. We're here today just talking about whatever we want. And um, so, <clears throat> I'll start off. I actually had a response from one of our previous episodes about video games. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So in there, she the person who requested in the first place about video games said that we sounded like as if we were justifying the reason of why we were playing video games. That's her response. She disagreed to the things that we said about video games. I I know, I know. I'm just telling you from her response. What she fit, what she wanted to ask was basically how does she approach her boyfriend? So hold on, before we go any forward, right? I want to say that she had brought up this uh, conflict about her boyfriend playing um, too much video games, her mm-hmm. or her significant others. Well, I should say because there are other listeners who has the problem, and the gender is vice versa. But the person who requests this is a female, and she's speaking to a male. Or she wants to speak to a significant, her significant other who's a male. And she just basically wants to know the correct way to approach the person without step, like without basically breaking any boundaries or anything like that of a sort. Um, now, I had already told her because she had already approached this to her significant other that the answer is kind of blatantly obvious that the only way you can get through this is just communication. And, and my brother, Ayn, has a few points that he he feels as if that, like, it's more correct. I, I actually, like, do agree with him because it's to me, it's like, no matter what you want to hear, I'm pretty sure that in the great podcast, we're going to say the same thing. You can't fix this without communication. There's three steps to it. Number one is communication. Since you had already tried that, her if she, she wants to, if she, the, the second option is what she should do, what is she... The second option of what she's doing is basically like she is trying to kind of adapt to his personality. And then she thinks maybe over time she's going to be okay with it. That's the approach she's currently doing right now, but it's not currently working, right? That she's going to be okay with like the facts that he play a lot of video games. And the third option is um, basically is to end it. So it's one option is to end it. Second option, what she's doing right now is to adapt until she's okay with it. Third option is that she communicate. That's the only three options I told her that she currently have. So, do you guys kind of understand the response? Yeah. 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 Okay. Has she already attempted to try to communicate this? Yes. That's that's what I was saying. So, she. this is not the first conversation she had with him. And when she has approached him about it, mm-hmm. she can talk to him about just about anything. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, 
but it seems as if when it comes to video games, his hobbies, it's like a touchy type of subject that he kind of goes a little bit defensive and stuff like that. As if she's trying to take control of him or like kind of like want more attention and being needy. And he doesn't quite understand why is it a problem now when you had already known that they've been dating for nine months to give you some time. Mm. And why is it a problem now? And she doesn't kind of want it to turn into a problem, but she feels as if like he is kind of like putting too much to it. And his family has said the same thing to her and her friends have said the same thing to her because her friends have boyfriends who play video game, but not to his level mm. of like how much he gets sucked into it. Well, my response is that guy just doesn't have his priority straight. I mean, she's not trying she's not being needy it's just i think the thing that's wrong is is with the guy you know he can't give any time of day or he gets too defensive then i don't think that person's ever going to change and if a little thing like that becomes a somewhat of a conflict then what else you know what else might not be a conflict you know what other things will be a conflict later on i mean me like me for example like jay already beat outriders this past week this whole week i've been wanting to play outriders right mm-hmm. but i this whole week i didn't play because mm-hmm. i have my priority straight this whole week i've been working overtime at my job i've been working from home this past week yeah and i've been clocking out like at 10 p.m like this whole fucking week and you know this weekend i sort of had time to play but i prioritized other things yeah like being with my daughter like mm-hmm. we went out shopping i got her like this pretty nice adidas tracksuit. i took her to the park and then today it was raining and i prioritized editing last weekend's episode yeah so i could have played video games but i prioritized other things other stuff instead mm-hmm. and the fact that if this guy can't do the same he's never gonna really change and just video games is just gonna be his whole life yeah Jay, what's your take on this? I have so many questions. First of all, how much is too much? How, how much gaming are we talking here? Uh, so here's a here's the problem. I I ran into her. Um, but first and foremost, mm-hmm. none other than Mister Eight out of Ten has just walked into the room. That's right. Into Welcome the again. podcast. Mm-hmm. Into the gray area, ladies and gentlemen, or just ladies, pick back up your panties, because it's none other than. You can call him tonight, but his name is Dan. <laughs> what? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, anyway, oh so... Back <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the, the answer. So basically, when she said it's too much, um, see, her friends balance out, like, the, her friends' boyfriends bounce out of video games and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure when they come home from work and stuff like that, like they play like party a decent amount. And then I don't know. I don't know how to say a decent amount. So he. Okay. For starters, he stream. Okay. And he streams um, pretty much a little bit under half of a day. And then he goes to work and then he comes home and he sleeps. Mm-hmm. He does that on his work days on his days off he just stream and record and edit as much as he could so he's a full-time streamer then 
Almost, yeah. And also a full-time employee. Yeah. Hmm. And um, and the time that he has off, he's pretty much just editing his videos and whatnot. All right. So it sounds to me like he's he's really serious about this whole streaming thing, right? Um, and I don't know, I don't know how big he is in the streaming community as of yet, but if he's going to continue that, then that's that's the problem right there. Streaming takes a lot of work, and they and I'm pretty sure they both know that already since they talked about it, right? That's one of those situations where communication will definitely play a huge role. Because she has to understand that streaming takes a lot of work. And it's just like you said. He has to record and he has to edit everything he recorded. Yep. And um, take it from Marco here, or even UK. Um, you guys edit all these episodes. And you know how long it takes as well, right? Yep. Yeah. One it's, episode, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, one episode takes me about... If it's like... Give or take if it's an hour long episode of raw footage. It takes me almost about... A little over two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For well, for me, like when I do the first edit, because Kay does the final edit before mm-hmm. he actually posts it, I do most of the like you know majority of the editing for him, so it's just easier for him. But for me, because I work full time, it takes me about two days, give or take, depending on how long we record. Um, but that's because you know I get home from work, I relax for a bit, and then I start working into recording up to a certain point because then I go to sleep. But yeah, editing does take some time. But here's the thing with the girl, like, so since you gave more context, yeah, I feel like she kind of needs to evaluate what she's. Th- there looking is another for. content that I didn't add. So not also that she has she prior brought up the whole video game conversation with them, mm-hmm. and that is too much taking up too much time. Um, but she has taken the initiative to try to involve him more into her life mm-hmm. by this is vacation. Now, she's supposed to go to Florida with him, right? Or more like she invited him, mm-hmm. right? In the beginning, he said it was fine. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go on vacation together and stuff and whatnot. Um, then she told him the part where she's going with her friends and that everyone's going with their significant other as well or maybe someone else. Mm-hmm. And then he looked at her and just said, I do not mind going on vacation with you. It was just us. However... Um, if it was with your friends, you should know, and I had already told you that I do not want to get to know your friends. I don't really need, a, I don't really, ha- like he basically just said, I don't have a feeling of that it's an importance to get to know your friends. Mm. It's like, he's like, his, he says that he likes where he is and the people in his life. He just doesn't want to welcome more people that he is just his self-defense type of mechanism mm-hmm. but he told her that like he feel like you're just forcing a friendship out of it and i like he just basically said like he's dating her and he shouldn't need to get to know her friends that is very that's a very weird and it, 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 hold on there's it, another part out yeah. of the nine months that they dated mm-hmm. one of the things that bug her is that he had never said i love you to her now I don't I don't know how to time love. Everyone has a definition yeah. of diff, different definition of love. Yeah. However, right? I think nine months is kind of long, but um, however, <laughs> in in his defense, what he said was, he said that he doesn't know what love is. His previous girlfriend, I don't know if he wants to use this kind of as in a justifying everything, had cheated him and left him, right? 
or I, I'm pretty sure that's what she told me. There's like she cheated, they broke up, and ever since then he's kind of been a little bit on the rocks with dating someone else because he doesn't. He thought he knew what love was, but he doesn't. Now that he's dating this new girl who's having this video game addiction problem with him, he has not said it because he doesn't know. They he has not met her family yet, and she has never met his family or friends yet either. What mm. is going on here? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> she's better off just getting out of it. Well, yeah, what? Is, so because just just by from what you said, yeah, he's not prioritizing her at all. Like it feels like she's not even on his like list of priorities. Like just streaming and work is like his only two things. Yeah. Well, he, my, he my has said qu- that like he does want to be with her, and that they, and they've been dating for nine months. But if he really yeah, wanted that. to be with her, then he would have at least tried to put the effort going into that vacation, even if it's with friends. Like he doesn't have to become best buddies with all of them. He can just fake it to you know fake it for the the time that that they're there, and then when they go back, you know, because <laughs> like necessarily like you don't need to become like best of buddies with like your significant other's friend, group of friends because that's their group of friends, right? Well, it's yep. not that but, he, he doesn't have to fake it. He could just go and then because the thing is. She did say, like, her friends and her, like, if they're all going together, they could go separately. And, like, she could just hang out with him, do yeah, whatever like, they want to do. Yeah, like, they have separate uh, agendas. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, events. Like, yeah. they can just go do their own things or whatever. It's and like, I, we're not telling you to, like, go and, like, I'm forcing you to be close and talk to my friends. I'm telling you to just come spend time with me and just, you know enjoy the company of others too yeah that's that, what I'm, that, that, that the people that i care about yeah, yeah that's what i, was I don't trying care to get across. You don't like them yeah that's what she's actually said yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i was what trying to get said. across like he yeah. doesn't need to put every each and single one a person and become really close to them you know mm-hmm. he just be like oh you know just like a formal meet and then they can do their own thing but just by everything you're telling me he's not prioritizing her and she's better off just leaving yeah i so, i, I kind of told her that the answer is just so obvious and it, I just want to put this out. Like, that's a very unorthodox answer for someone who's in a streaming community. Yeah. Not wanting to, like, you know, talk to people and make more friends. You, yeah. you kind of have to integrate yourself and reach out to other people. Even yeah. though it's not face-to-face, you're doing it with thousands of fans that are watching your videos. Yeah, I mean, like, don't... I mean, most people build a relationship with your streamer... I mean, yeah. your um, viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your chat. Like, most people build a relationship with them. But for him, it's like... How do you not want to build a relationship with A, your, your significant other? That's number one. Mm-hmm. And B, with your significant other's um, people who, like, is important to her. But he doesn't. Like, he, Yeah. It's like, let's say he does make it big. Like, one of his videos goes viral. What then? He's going to have thousands of viewers, thousands of fans. They're all going to want to talk to him. So what then? Yeah. See, <laughs> at that point, he's going to fake it. He, yeah. Oh, he's definitely so like, going to fake it. Why not... Why not just do it now with your girlfriend's friends, who's is, is important to yeah. her? Going going back to the relationship, it it just feels like he has her on a leash. That's the way it yeah. sounds to me. Like he he's all he's saying that he doesn't know what love is, but he's not actively looking for it. Like, what's the point of having a girlfriend if you're not trying to interact with her? Yeah, my take is basically. He's bringing baggage from his previous relationship and throwing it onto her. And then on top of that, he doesn't seem like he doesn't even want to put any effort into her side. Yeah, that's a good point. 
You, you see all these like famous streamers out there that are living luxurious lives and they, they actually have, have girlfriends they're married yeah they have and they make it work yeah. they make it work but this guy doesn't seem like he's putting yeah, in the effort something uh, yeah question uh, did she mention how long he was single from his last relationship onto this one i didn't ask that oh all right. so i asked indirectly so she's the the person who asked us the question she's friend with one of my friends mm. and sh- her friend was the one who told me everything. Yeah. And I did had somewhat of a chat with her in a three-way call mm-hmm. for briefly. My friend brought it up to my attention that when she listened to the podcast, like that's when I, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, heard more of it and that she disagrees to some of the things, but I'm pretty sure it's not so much so as she disagrees. And I, I think you guys, I, I don't think of, we got the right context to yeah. give the correct, yeah. the right I think, answer. I think you guys will agree with me where I feel as if she's looking for that Shakespeare magical word of what's the correct way to say. There to is him. no magical words or magical way, but yeah, we did exactly. mention communication, a, yeah. Yeah. which I, she did try. I, and she, then yep. he always brush it off. So to me, that's like a huge red flag. That's a red flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think that's what she, that's why she says the word disagree. Yeah, uh, correct correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I think that's what she's looking for. I think she's just looking for the correct way to bring it up, and we all agree here that like unless it's, you have to communicate it, you can't you can't just mm-hmm. pre- pretend. And if you had already communicated, you shouldn't have that fear. Yeah, to bring it up, you shouldn't have any fear. Period. With your significant she tried, other, she tried to communicate, mm-hmm. but then he brushed it off. Unless it's something else about something that doesn't affect him because so far it seems like he'll talk about other stuff yeah but when it comes to gaming or whatever her problem is he doesn't care yeah like he he yeah like everything else that they had issues with he had always resolved it like the vacation thing he he resolved it with her i don't i don't know what the outcome was Mm. um i i do know however that whenever it's video game related and what he does on his spare time it's like a touchy subject for well in the way that she described it that like she just seems as if like that's just almost like a taboo thing for her to bring up after bringing it up with him um a couple times yeah based off what like you said after what happened to the guy i think he needs like time on his own he needs to figure himself out and i think the girl's better off without him which i'm sure she could find something way better has she tried doing the whole um um silent treatment like not uh communicating him for like a week or two see it's hard for me to answer because i I don't know okay you might want to say it like almost like a suggestion yeah i i've just like marco said he probably needs some time alone or if anything i feel like you should space yourself away from him for a bit and then see what the outcome is i feel like he does have all the time alone If Mm -hmm. if he's like streaming for like hours and yeah, then editing, but, he's usually by himself, I bet. But the thing is, I don't think he put in, I, like, I'm not sure exactly what's going on in the relationship, but I don't think he put out the effort to actually reach out to her. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, like, he just needs to evaluate his own life and the girl needs to evaluate what she's looking for in a relationship. Because yeah. yeah. if, she's, if she's not finding it with this guy in particular, there's then she's not, someone she's, else who will care. Yeah, and she's not re- ever going to really find it in this relationship. So that's why she's better yeah. off moving on. And these answers may not be what you want to hear, but I'm pretty sure she knows the answer. But already. from an outside like, perspective, that's what it looks like to us. Yeah. yeah. I kind of had already said it to her, but for anyone else feeling this way, I feel as if 
when you want something out of a person at all, this attention and like wanting a person to change a little bit or, or stuff like that is like, you got to remember the other person that is saying anything at all is like, what do they gain? So they stop playing their hobbies. They stop playing video games. They stop spending too much time going, working out in the gym to play um, basketball and stuff like that because you, you yourself wanted more time with them. But what did they gain out of it? Yeah, they show you affection and stuff like that. But some of the things that we do, such as our hobbies and stuff like that, and the things that we do outside of our relationship that kind of fuels us, those things kind of keep us going. If you're going to take away the thing that keep us going, that's pretty much telling you that as if like you're forcing a person to change. You're, you're being too needy. You you want something out of a person. And you're, if you're forcing more things out of a person, that's like telling you that like you're becoming like that's like basically giving you an answer. Like, yeah, you, you're being mad needy. Right. Um, I get that she wants to adapt. Right. But when you adapt, and uh, one of the things I believe is it takes uh, one of the things that like keeps a relationship going because I adapt all the time. I adapt to my significant other's flaws all the time because the good things you don't need to adapt. They're fucking good. Right. What is there to fucking adapt to if it's good? But the flaws, if you can adapt to a person's flaws, you mm-hmm. make your relationship last longer. I know she wants to adapt. But at the same time, if the other person isn't adapting to your flaws, right and and um vice versa your relationship's gonna fail because it takes two people to adapt to each other's flaws that's that's kind of like the golden rule to what makes a relationship last longer and the other thing too um that i agree upon is that yeah you should never have a fucking fear to communicate anything at all, mm-hmm. at all with your partner at all. If you have something to fear and you don't want to tell them. Now, I've been in this situation where my significant others had had so many fears to tell me things because they're afraid of my response, my reaction. So much so that they'll kind of like sugarcoat things when they say things to me because they're afraid of how I'm going to handle it. The problem with that is, is not also that that's lying. But it's also at the same time, like it builds up. You have a problem with your significant other. You kind of just let it slide over and over and over. And you kind of just maybe you might have said it once, kind of like what she did with the video games. Guess what? If you don't want to say anything and it builds up over time, that's just going to fucking burst in your face. Mm-hmm. And you have to not have a fear to tell your significant other um, or your partner at all. Um, if there is an issue so then that way the both of you knows that there's an issue on the table doesn't have to be resolved right away but at least you know there's an issue and the both of you can kind of figure out how to resolve that issue yeah that's my take on it and that's we said this before mm-hmm. if you're afraid to bring this up or have the fear of that you shouldn't be in a relationship with that person it's like mm-hmm. no trust mm-hmm. exactly it's- Relationships are a two-way street. You're I'm pretty sure I said af- that before. Afraid of something mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship with the other person, that's not a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. One person can't keep doing all the work. It has to be both. Yeah. Relationships just don't work with one person doing everything the whole time. Well, I hope that answers that. Or yeah. at least look inwards and see what you want. And to again, do it may not be the answer you're looking for, but. I'm pretty sure deep down you already had an answer to this 
anyway. You just need a confirmation. You that, wanted to hear other people say yeah, it. That and you need to accept. You need to accept yeah. the answer. That's the hardest part, honestly. Yeah, I, I've I've like looked down in my life, not when it, not also when it comes to relationship, but a lot of things in my life. Um, and the hardest part is accepting that that is just how a person is or how life is, and accepting it is is honestly the hardest battle. The yeah, because sometimes it's it's hard to change someone. Yeah. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many time, how much time you put into it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get gray really quick, but I hated my father. I hated him. And I hated how much I grow up more and more like him, even though we're two separate people. The hardest part about that is, is that no matter how much I wanted him to be a father, uh, it was hard for me to accept the fact that everyone talks as if he was such this great person. And over time, you know, I accepted that he was a very smart, intellectual um, person. I never accepted the fact that he was my father. Even till this day, I, I never did. But I have accepted the fact that he was a very smart person. Like, I respected him that much. But that even that took a lot for me. Um, so... When you're accepting how a person is, that is kind of hard because you maybe deep down you want them to be something else. Kind of like how I wanted my father to be a fucking father. But anyhow, <laughs> um, you just kind of have to accept that that's just the way how a person is. And you have no control over that. So accepting is half the battle. So we had a request from actually um, An Young's girlfriend. And uh, the request is growing up with immigrant family. Oh, growing up being raised by an immigrant parents and stuff like that. So do you feel as if there's like, what's your like, basically your answer, your lifestyle? And if, do you feel there's any difference at all from being um, yourself? Because we, we're actually all raised from immigrant parents, all of us in, in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, however, ha have you guys met someone who's basically straight up americanized and they grew up americanized and what's the like differences that you notice what's some of the similarities have you noticed what are some of the challenges you face and what are some things you feel as if people kind of like don't talk about it much but you kind of went through that and you were kind of thought you thought it was normal until you realize after like getting older that no i i faced that because i had immigrant parents that's why i faced that that's a good question. My parents, when I grew up, uh, my parents were very strict. I never went out during the weekends. I, um, the only time I did hang out... Marco, can you just tell everyone? Uh, so when you guys start off, say your um, ethnicity okay. and language. Ethnicity and language. All right. Yeah, so my family's from Guatemala, and we speak Spanish, obviously. Okay. Um, so with my parents, our parents were strict. Um, but that's because how they were raised back. That's how my parents were raised back in Guatemala. Like back in high school, I never really went to parties and stuff like that. My weekends were just spending it at home, playing video games after school during the school year. Like I wouldn't stay out late. Um, I would just hang out with my friends for a bit and then I would go, I would go home and like, I never drank. Not, not until like when I was like, after like I was 18, 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was late bloomer and everything. And I didn't have my first girlfriend until like after high school too. You know, we were raised strict. 
I never, I never missed school. I never skipped school or nothing like that. It was pretty a straight edge, but that's how it's just how I was raised. Yeah, America changed us over time. Yeah, yeah, and plus, like here in Chelsea, where we live, there's not that many white people either. So, like yeah. the whole like the way of, of American living was kind of like I noticed that off of like the movies and shows and stuff like that. But I never really saw that because of the community that we live in. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew how things were from at an early age that I knew it wasn't going to be like that. What's some of the challenges you face? That that you didn't notice it was even a challenge until you met someone who was like born and raised here. Uh, I, I really can't say only because everyone else that I that I spent time with, they were all same 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 thing as me like, they were, yeah we all have similar circumstances and yeah. like similar views you know so but, i really can't say like like the challenge we're we were like pretty diverse yeah because i know it's now like working and like there's more white people that's like from new hampshire mm -hmm. and you know how we're like when we go eat like a lot of asian foods hispanic foods whatever like because we're close to boston yeah um I, I would mention to them like some of these um food like hot pot and then they're like what the fuck is that and i'm like oh, yeah. what oh man that's my favorite you, you've never heard of hot pot <laughs> yeah you never heard of korean barbecue i'm like what <laughs> but it's like they grew up not knowing any of that and it's like for us it's like it's surprising yeah but and like even back in school our group was very diverse when you yeah. look at who was you know who used to hang out with back in high school like we have black friends we have white friends we have hispanic friends yeah. asian friends and then for me, like um, going to college after that, I went to a community college. So that was m even more diverse. Yeah. But one thing that my parents didn't know me that they're like, oh, you know how to speak English. Like you, you should know how to do this or do that. But it's like it doesn't work like that. In their minds, they think the world r works around what they say. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it's not like that. Like back, for example, back then after high school, because I didn't go to college like right after high school. Yeah, I took a year off. Yeah, so my parents are like, oh, you should get a job. And they're like, oh, you should apply here, apply there. And like, you know English, just tell them that you need a job because you you know, you know, need money and set. But it's like, they're not going to hire you just because you know English. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the requirements that they're looking for, they're not going to hire you. But they don't, they can't accept that. They think just because you were born here and you speak English well that, you know, you can work anywhere. Or, or Essentially, yes or no. But if you meet the requirements, then yeah, you have a good chance. But they think that you could easily get a job just like that. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah, or they think like, oh, you know Spanish and English, you yeah. have a better chance. Right, exactly. But it doesn't work that way. They just think you could do things way more easier just because you know English. But it in reality, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And my dad was always on, on my case for that. It was so fucking annoying. I was spoiled. I wanted to work, but then my parents didn't let me. Ugh. So they would give me like freaking... Um, allowances yeah i didn't then, get allowances then I, I, I didn't you got spend, allowances i didn't i didn't spend much <laughs> i know right nice i know right it must be nice it was only 20 bucks a week that's still more than what i got i got nothing <laughs> yeah 20 is better than you nothing. Got lunch money i got like five bucks or something not for even <laughs> man during high school i i had like 25 cents and 50 cents for lunch <laughs> Oh man, the twenties started rolling, right? <laughs> yo, yo, I'll bet you he had lunchables. <laughs> yeah, living the like, dream. my allowances were like ma mainly for lunch. <laughs> that was my lunch money. Living the dream. 
Yeah, you and know? like growing up with my parents, like none of the stuff was ever given to me. Like my parents never bought me a car. They never bought me a TV. They never bought me a cell phone. All that stuff, like all like stuff that I that I own, is because I worked for it. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that oh, another thing that used to piss me off about my dad is that whenever I'd buy something, he'd get mad, and he'd be like, "Oh, why are you spending wasting your money when you should be helping? You know, you know, helping us pay off yeah. the house and this and that." But it's like. They're the ones that who instilled that, you know, if you want something, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. And so everything that I ever bought is because I worked hard for it. And then whenever I did and my dad would give me shit. So then whenever I'd buy something, I, I'd have to like hide it from them just because oh. like it was so annoying. <laughs> I disagree to that. It's it's unspoken. So both my Vietnamese, my Viet mom and my Cambodian mom, they, okay, so I disagree to that. It's, it's because it's an unspoken language where I take care of you. You're supposed to know without me saying it without they assume it. Yes, that's kind of wrong, but it's unspoken is that they think that you're supposed to reflect it back because they raise you to be that way. It's like an example, Mia, my, my Vietnamese mom. I do things without her asking me like she doesn't need to ask me. Same with my Cambodian mom. When I pay for my both of my mothers, when I pay for things for both of them, they're not supposed to ask me. It's unspoken. It's it's um they you should know better what they need or what they need help with that you're not like they shouldn't have to ask you. It's kind of like common courtesy. I I know it sounds wrong, but it's kind of like the way they groomed you. Yeah, I get that. But here's the thing, though, with my other siblings, they gave them everything. They don't expect it. But they don't, they, they don't, they kind of, yeah, they don't expect it. However, you're supposed to that, like, I know it's like, it's double standards. Yeah. It's like, I know it's like a double standard. I know it sounds yeah. completely wrong. And I know for them, it's like, it's kind of a unassuming type of thing, like assuming type of thing. I'm sorry. Um, but that's actually how it is. And, and it's kind of the same way with any relationship, regardless of your family, regardless of your friends, regardless of your significant other. Like, for an example, when I do nice things to my friends or I do nice things for my significant other, I actually notice I, I act exactly like my, my mother's, where I kind of just assume that you guys know if I do this, you kind of owe me back, but without me saying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, oh, I don't even Yeah, care. but, like, the thing was, was, like, so here's the thing, like, with all my other siblings, like they gave them stuff like that without any. They like they wouldn't even ask for it; they would just give it to them. If yeah. I would, if I was the one, and mind you, I'm not the oldest; I'm the second youngest. Yeah. If I asked for something, they'd tell me. They'd always tell me the same thing: "If you want it, work for it." Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah. While the other, my other siblings, they'd gave them, you know, they'd bought them cell phones, TVs, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. While I was like the one left out, I was like the black sheep of the family. You want to talk about black with me? <laughs> so, so yeah like, so no, that, that was like yeah. one thing that always annoyed me it's like but like, obviously i get it because when i was living when i was with them i'd give them rent money and all yeah. this and that mm-hmm. and i would help them pay off the stuff but like whenever i wanted something and i'd work for it i'd save up for it yeah they would get mad well only my dad my mom would understand but it's yeah. only my dad that like, always like, get mad like they'll be like oh like you don't know how to save you're spending your money recklessly yeah but then yeah. it's like you told me like for me my case um my mom would be like, oh, go find work. Okay. I, I found a job. And then like, and then she, she didn't even, she even told me, it was like, oh, you don't have to take care of the bills or whatever. Um, just find a job and then buy whatever you like because you work for it. 
Yeah, and that was the once, yeah. once I started buying, she started complaining like, "Oh, you, you you go out to eat too much. You don't know how to manage your money." But I'm like, I do have money in the bank saved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like the other thing too. Like that, now, that's kind of something I I I brought up to um that our little brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that um um one of the arguments I had with them was that like when that was like not giving uh some money to rent when he started working and stuff like that. He told me that like um, that like oh mom never asked me and I looked at him and I kind of got mad because I told him like why the fuck should she should she ask you and and I yelled at him about that and, and then I said like you can't sit here and just wait you're supposed to just give it she and then he he told me that like oh she always told me to take it back and stuff like that I was like that's not how it works she's gonna tell you that but you sh- no matter what happens you ultimately have to give it to her at the end. Everything you do, she's never going to ask you. Remember that. She, you're supposed to know it. She assumes that you know it. Because even if you don't, like if you ask mom what she want from the store and she told you nothing, and then you come home and she got mad because you didn't buy, I don't know, water bottles that you drink all the time, right? It's, it's stuff like that. Is that she assumes that you should know better. And part of it has to do with pride. They just don't want to say it because it's too much pride for them. Kind they of, they yeah. think like, oh, I'm the one who's supposed to be serving you. Yeah, but it's that and it's also at the same time is that like we should know and keep an eye out for the person who will actually take care of you and who has been taking care of you mm-hmm. um, and who is actually there for you and try to repay back what what they have done for you. Right. Without them saying that I've done this, I've done that and stuff like that, yeah. being some sort of petty situation. So I, I, I taught that to that. And then now that he does everything and plans out everything without like even asking, like he knows that mom's never going to ask. Like I had to teach him that. Mm-hmm. And but, it's a good lesson to have because it gives you gratitude. Yeah, it teaches you because I told him. I told him like I, I told him I wasn't mad at him. I'm just telling him to kind of understand it. Mm-hmm. It's like this is why she doesn't ask you. It's 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 because you're supposed to know better. She she's never gonna ask you. But when you have your back turned, she's like, who do you think she's telling about it? <laughs> like, but that's why I'm explaining it to him because it's not like a pride. Well, yeah, I guess you can kind of what Jay says like a pride thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's also to me, it's more like assuming. She's just assuming that he should know better. So that that's where the miscommunication comes from because he doesn't know. So that's that's the reason why I like kind of taught him that. It's like you shouldn't like you yeah, I taught him to communicate more with people. That's why he's very straightforward. But um that's kind of the problem I notice we have with immigrant parents. See, immigrant parents, they don't they I notice that that they don't they don't communicate. They assume they all fucking assume that you should know better. They will complain to you about how we like money is the biggest one and life choices is the second one. Yeah, like, it's because basically they risk their life to come over here. Yeah. And yeah. It's like all we're doing now is like just we're, we're not appreciating that. Yeah, they feel as if and, and they feel as if like everything they had given to us is that almost like we are like not rubbing in their face, taking it for granted type of thing. But it's like we are presented with a with a really, really nice, wealthy country. We are. Because I can tell you one example of my cousin who spends almost 50 to 60 hours a week to provide food. Just just food. Notice I just said food. 
to put on the table while her husband provides um, money to cover the roof of the house. 60 hours a week, the both of them. The both of them. They barely even see each other. And they're married. They don't, they don't even have enough money to afford a child. Meanwhile, over here, while they're over there counting how much grains they have to calculate it for the week. Meanwhile, over here, I'll throw away a fucking pot of rice because I put too much fucking water in it. You know what I mean? It's, 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 that's the lesson that they're trying to teach us. And it's it's almost like a you need to go. And, and, and the thing is, like, thank God all of us here has, right? Is that, you know, in the great podcast, we'll tell you guys. Yo, take a trip to Vietnam. Take a trip to Guatemala. Take a trip to Honduras. Look what they're doing every fucking day. And you're over there throwing away, like me, throwing away a fucking pot of rice. <laughs> that, that'll teach you a fucking lesson. See no, what like, those... Take a trip, but then, like, don't... Don't think yourself as, like, a tourist. Try to place yourself in their situation. Hell yeah. And, like, know that, like, the amount of work they put in, they get less than what you do over here. In like, yeah. What, oh, yeah. what we do in like, what, like a week is how much they make like almost in a month. Yeah, like a month. Yeah. 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 Um, sometime a year. But like, um, yeah, it's like, see, that's the thing that our parents is trying to teach us. And honestly, it's like, yeah, you really, I, I think so. It's like, Dad, what do you think when you see uh, Vietnam and compared to your lifestyle here? What, what do you feel about that? Well, it's changed a lot now than it was before because um, economy in Vietnam is actually a lot better and it's becoming more modernized that um, you have more opportunity. It's, it's a lot different than it was back then. It really is. But, you know, you still see a lot of poor people around. So sometimes, you know, I just I just give them some money so at least like they can eat. But um as far as that, like this is actually improving a lot, like significantly, and I'm and I'm happy for 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 well, that. in the big cities because there's a lot of tourism and everything. Yeah, in, yeah. in, in the big cities, but, but you but go like, out, it's still yeah, like, like third probably world probably the countryside and, and whatnot. But like places that I've traveled to, um, it actually improved a lot because before I used used to be way worse. I I see a lot of people outside, a lot of poor people outside. Oh, but we're talking about. Privileges. Privileges. A, a, a Vietnamese privilege in Vietnam compared to a Vietnamese privilege in America. Oh, well. Some immigrant parents. You want to you want to know the best example? Bathroom. Yeah. South America have probably has these bathrooms too. Like you know those porcelain one on the floor. No, they don't. There's no. No. Oh, but in in like Asia, it's like mm-hmm. we we have like this toilet that's just on the floor. There's no flush or anything. If you need to take a shit, you're squatting down there. And then if you want to flush, there's a bucket of water that you just take a scoop. You, you pour water down and it goes down. Is yeah. Now, is that like in homes or is this public restaurants? That used to be in like homes. Oh, that's crazy. That's in Vietnam? Yeah. yeah that's right. crazy. Especially like, like in, in farmlands nowadays, they still have that. Like my, my grandparents' house, they upgraded it. So they have like regular toilets that we have here now Damn. that's crazy yeah no <laughs> over there in, in central america majority the of places they have toilets mm. that's crazy so you were you born in guatemala no i was born here my okay. older brother was the only one that was born in guatemala so so let me i wasn't so let me tell you and my childhood in honduras right 
Um, biggest privilege here is it's just like onset bathroom. Uh, specifically speaking, the shower, like the bath. Mm-hmm. Um, in Honduras, when I was little, we didn't have any running water at all. So to get our water supply, there was a there was a water truck that came every once in a while. And you, um, no, I'm dead serious. It's like plastic I'll, I'll plastic ask. gallons of water and you have to buy it off of the truck. No, I'll say something at the end, but go on. Yeah, and these huge gallons of waters, it, it was just meant for the bath, for yeah. you to take a shower because there was no running water. So what what you did was it, it was kind of like that in Vietnam where you had to put the water in a, in a bucket. Mm-hmm. You had to put like soap on you and then you just wash yourself. Yep. Yeah, you have to conserve water. Yes. that's how it is in Guatemala yep. too. The the funny thing is, our our bathrooms were like the toilet worked. We had running the water for the sewer and everything, right? It was just the bath. Um, matter of fact, there was one day where we didn't have any of the gal- the plastic gallons of water. Mm-hmm. Where when it started to rain, we would just take a shower outside. Yeah, um, that, that's yeah. how I grew up too. Yep. So coming over here, it was it, it blew my mind. Like uh, holy shit, there was water everywhere. So what I was giggling about earlier, seeing how like water is precious, what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is this before or after you fucking drowned a dog in a pool? <laughs> wow, was was that necessary? <laughs> <sighs> All right, I guess I'm, I'm gonna have to tell the story to get the the context because I'm pretty sure people are like gasping, like, "What the hell?" Oh. He killed the dog. <laughs> so here, here's what happened, right? I got this part out, Jay. No, no, I just, you, you can keep just, it. I'm I actually putting want it in because, because like, look at this motherfucker talking about fucking pressure and water. And he fucking drowned a dog full of water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for but, your defense, Jay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. The, the funny thing is that water I drowned it in, it was from the containers. Anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> here's, here, here's what happened. Yo, we so, do not promote. Anime brutality, animal brutality. We, we, he was a, he was, okay. He was a kid. Go on. Uh, yeah, I was gonna get to that. So, <laughs> um, I was around five or six at the time, right? I didn't know any better. So my my neighbor, his black lab just happened to have a bunch of puppies, right? And uh-huh. he he gave one to our family, and I was like so excited. I'm like, oh man, we got a puppy. Blah blah. Um, my aunt was telling me a story about how dogs can swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. after hearing that story, I, t- I took the puppy. Mind you, this was the same day I got the puppy. I took the puppy, went to the backyard of my house, and there was a tub of water that we used for um, doing laundry. Oh, shit. It, it was full to the brim, right? And I just dumped it in there. No, you dumped the dog in there. Yeah, okay. I dumped the dog in there. Okay, go on. Mind you, it was a newborn puppy, right? So, I noticed that it wouldn't come come back up. I was like, I was waiting for a while. I was like, wait, what's what's going on, right? And then my aunt comes out, and actually, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't my it was my mom. She saw the puppy floating underneath the the, the water, like in the deep end, and she she screamed. She was like, oh my god! So she grabs, you know, she takes the puppy out and puts it in front of me on this, this little washboard. And it wasn't moving. And I was looking at the puppy, and, and I looked at my mom, like, why is she screaming? What's going on? Like, why, why is she you know, panicking? And then why isn't the puppy moving, too? I was wondering why it wasn't moving. And um, all I remember is that my mom was yelling at my aunt, because I think my aunt told her that she told me that dogs can swim. 
I was, water I water was is so, precious. I was so sad that day. Water is real it precious. Was, uh, <laughs> it was my first dog, my first pet, and I killed it in like the matter of this minutes. This people like dying off a thirst in Honduran. I mean, Hondur- Hondur- wow. Honduras. Wow. Honduras. Yeah. And then he's over there. This dog died because they drowned because it is too much water. Yeah. And, <laughs> and again, it's it stayed with me because that was traumatizing to me. It was the first time I've seen oh, my shit, mom like just panic that way. It just made me feel like a dick. I hope you got an ass whooping from that. <laughs> No, I didn't. It was actually my aunt who got the brunt of it. Like, <laughs> your, your, my your mom aunt was got yelling. An ass the, no, like my mom was like, you know, yelling the shit out of uh, my my aunt. You didn't get an ass whooping. No, because they knew me and I didn't know any better. I was just a kid. Yeah, you're right. You were only five. Yeah, you're right. I was. I was staring at the puppy, lifeless, and I'm dad, just like, why whooped, isn't it moving? If I was your dad, I would have whooped your ass. Wow. Anyways. Um, Just to teach you a lesson. I, <laughs> I don't think the neighbor gave me a puppy after that too. I, th- I think he had like a bunch still. Yeah, I, I yeah, think, they were, I think they were done. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> mom was like, you know what? No, no pets for Jay. <laughs> you know what's funny is that like I was watching this documentary about like serial killers and how they start off killing animals first. Mm-hmm. So Jay might be a serial killer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't say it. But anyways, <laughs> and Kay, you'd be the first Jay, one to go. Look, just um, say like ten Hail Marys for the dog, whatever you decided to name it, and just say man. But um, yeah, that that was the water part was the only the, the thing I could think about that impacted me the most when I first came into the U.S. That and the fact that it was snowing when I first came into the U.S. and I was like, whoa, it's mad cold. What's this white stuff falling down? Yeah. <laughs> um, we landed in New York City. I remember that. I actually still remember being like jumping oh, around shit. inside the airplane. So um, we got off. That's where I landed too. But yeah, my, I had a I had an uncle who had a place down in the Bronx, so we stayed there for a few days until we moved to over here to Massachusetts, where my my where my dad was living. Oh, I was different. I I went to Texas after. Ah, yeah, go on. Yeah, but yeah, that that was crazy. It was my first time wearing a jacket. It was, it was freezing out, and I wasn't used to it. It was it was crazy. It was yeah. like, I know how to say freezing in Spanish. Frío. Frío. Yeah, frisando. What the? Okay, I don't know that one, but like I know frío. <laughs> yeah, frío yeah. is cold. Uh, and um, as far as like having, um, how would I say this? Facing discrimination here in the oh, U.S. compared yeah. to where I was living. Yeah, because of who I am. There's a lot. Yeah. No, the actually, the biggest uh, one that happened recent. I'm pretty sure most of you know is going to that fucking Sora place. Where me and a few people that were... Sora's a Korean hot pot. I mean, Korean barbecue. Go on, Jay. Um, It it happened multiple times, too. Every time I went there with a few friends who weren't of Asian ethnicity, I would say. Mm -hmm. Who didn't look Asian. Oh, Asian the shit. So, yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) the workers there were full Korean, right? They had heavy accents. Um, They sat us down and they would ignore us for literally 30 minutes. Matter of fact, we asked the waiter who sat us down, and then he was confused. He was like, whoa, what? Like, nobody took down your order? What's going on? And then we noticed that he was talking Korean to all the other waiters because they didn't speak English at all. And I think that's the reason why they were ignoring our table. They didn't want to talk to us because they didn't know how. No, most all their workers know some English. That day they didn't, I guess. (laughs) I, I love as much as I love Sarah, but their service suck. Yeah. So when it was the the guy who sat us down actually took down our order, 
And when we got, we finally got the food out, they they forgot a lot of our orders. Yep. Me and my girl goes there a lot. Yeah, and the thing is, it happened multiple times. It wasn't just one time. The second time I went there, they did the same thing. They forgot about us for thirty minutes, and the waiter who I called over didn't even speak English. And then he started. I heard he started getting mad at us, like he、uh, was actually yeah, pointing、uh, at us from afar. And I was like, "I don't I, think I, it's just." I、you. don't mean to defend the guy, the waiter, but、um, okay. So Sora, they the way to have everything set up is a person who just run you your food,、mm-hmm. and another person who's supposed to like take down your food. So unless you get that primary person, when you tell him to get something,、yeah. he. He will. He's supposed to write it down. So yeah. If you, if and you here's the other person. And here's what blew me away.、Um, we had there were other customers that came after us, right? After they、yeah. sat us down, not even five minutes later, they got their food, and they、yeah. were Asian. I was like, "What the hell's going on I mean, here?" You look Asian as fuck. You look more Asian. That's, than me. That's I, what, I, I was the get... only one at the table that looks Asian. Everyone、yeah. else didn't. I, I, and we were all confused. Like, why did they get their food in five、yeah. minutes? We stayed. We're I, here for thirty. Yeah, honestly, most of it that that restaurant itself. Honestly, most of it, from what I've noticed from going there so often, is that most of the workers there、mm-hmm. are pretty bad at their job, and it's it's actually unless you're on top of them, and unfortunately that's the case,、um, they really have really bad service there. Like yeah, it's not it's not a discrimination thing, but even then they should have at least tried. No, no, the thing is,、won't. like, do we like if we have our server and we'll we'll ask for something, right? They'll forget about it, and then whoever walked by will ask him like, "Oh, we ordered this like a few minutes ago, and like we didn't hear anything about it." Or like, let's say we got th- this one time where we ordered extra salad. Um. By the end of the night, when we finish eating everything, and then we're like, "Oh, our salad <laughs> never salad came," and then like, the "Can we get our salad?" They, they ask like, "Oh, do you still want it?" We're like, "Yeah."、Oh、and then、God. so we stayed a little bit and asked and wait. They never came, and then another person came by, another worker, and then we're like, <clears throat> "We're still waiting for our salad." And then next thing you know, fucking, they came back with a check. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Wow. <laughs> one time, me and Dan went went with my girlfriend. It was just me and Dan and my girlfriend. We went, and then um. Like we, me, Dan, and my girlfriend, we ordered all the the basically the meat first and vegetables and stuff like that. We ordered rice, right? And then, yo, they, I shit you not, they took us, they took like almost what is it, Dan? Like twenty minutes? Thirty minutes. Yeah, like thirty minutes to bring us the rice. We didn't put the food on the grill yet, Jesus, because we're waiting for it,、mm-hmm. and we waited until the fucking server came back, and then like yeah, it was like twenty thirty minutes until they brought the rice, and the guys like oh. Like when we told him, he's like, "Oh, is, is that why you guys didn't cook anything?" And like, yeah, you, you we're waiting for the rice. And, and then he went, yo, he brought that shit back in less than two minutes. Yeah, you know what? We could just do a review. We could just do a review. Yeah. This is basically a review. Because it's it's bullshit how it happened twice. Pick up their phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Dan was supposed to go to. No, Dan, that wasn't Sora. Yeah, it was. No, it was Gyokaku. Oh, yeah, it was Sora. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you know what's the one、Gyukaku、thing that I experienced there? Yeah. One of the worst thing. So we, I went with my mom and my brother and his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I think someone else, but it was like five people. And you know how usually they add gratuity. Oh, with K too. Oh no. But he ran after me. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, like I. I saw the thing. I I saw the receipt. It had gratuity on it, and I was like questioning. I'm like, do we have to give more tip? They did the same thing to Dan. Yeah, Dan will explain it. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like 
okay, I see gratuities in there and like it seems like they added a tip. So I was like, we didn't tip. So we, we all just pay our thing, walk out. And then like Kay was like the last one to walk out. And then he was and we were walking back to our car outside now. One of the waiter came running after us and like, oh, you didn't give us tip. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't fucking beg for tip. Yeah. <laughs> like, plus your service suck. <laughs> Dan, tell them about the time that you did the math. Go ahead. Oh. So basically, they just proved that uh, Asians are bad at math. So pretty much the the total, the total without tip was probably like, I don't know, two, make up a number. 215, 220, somewhere that or, or less or more. I, I don't know, probably less. And I and I put the total 266 because the rest was tip. I didn't put the tip number because how the system is calculated, they just punch in numbers and it calculates for them. Dan so, works at a restaurant, so he knows so, what so, he's so doing. They don't, they don't need an exact tip amount. And then they didn't read the total. They just came outside and say, hey, you forgot to put tip. And then, yeah, and then they stopped I, Dan. Yeah, they stopped me. And then I told them. And then I, I, did, I did the calculation anyways. And then when he saw the total, he's like, oh, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I'm just like, oh, okay. And yeah. I, I just left. See, that's the bad thing. It's like you don't force people to tip, especially yeah, especially at a restaurant where your service is horrible. Yeah. Like most of the time we're there waiting for our fucking shit to come. But but that, the thing is, is that if, if you do take care of the table and, and you know that you did and and you sometimes when you don't tip the first time and they don't do it for several times, that's when sometimes you don't give them any service. Yeah. And then a lot of people actually do that. It's like, oh, it's the same people. Oh, fuck that. I'm not going to deal with them just gonna take the order and, and stop because why they don't even show at least some appreciation and you do check up on them oh but yeah that that was pretty much my experience at Sarah twice so i never yeah. went back there again i'm like fuck it it's just that that place yeah they're just that bad service there sucks we only yeah. go just because it's cheap yep as far as me living here in the u.s um i've it's kind of boring but i lived a pretty modest life here yeah we don't like Go Not around committing crime. I wasn't cream. really, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't really like discriminated against at school or anything because everybody was. Um, Everyone was like majority diverse. Hispanics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone was just diverse in general. So. Oh, for me, I was like fucking. I had the Hispanic people calling me chinks and chino and shit. I was gonna say that chino. Go on. Hmm. Yeah, a lot. Even in like Revere, where it's like some like majority white, but like still some Spanish people. Hmm. Like, even then, it's like, I was discriminated against. And then I even have black people calling me fucking chinks and shit, too, and, like, calling me racial shit. So, it's like, it's, it's not even, like, at that point, it's like, growing up, I was just like, why? Like, now, I don't I don't care. They ju- I just know that they're fucking ignorance and they're fucking not educated. Mm-hmm. And they chose to be that way, you know? So, I don't fucking hate them for it, for being stupid. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're just ignorant. Yeah, pretty much. How was it like for you growing up as an immigrant? Yeah, child? pretty boy. Pretty Mr. Boy. Privilege. I know, sorry. It was good. So you're Vietnamese, Dan. Yeah. You're born here. But yep. your parents are not. Yep. So how was it like for you? It was good because I, um, I not, and I'll explain why. It's because I did have an older sister who's 10 years older than me. So she took most of the pressure off of me. Like when I was young, yes. Um, but growing up, my sister took, took mo- most of the pressure so because of like obviously school like my parents wanted my sister to to do really well in school and you know to do well in life so 
she had to take all the blame for like everything and so she succeeded and as time went by my parents adapted to the lifestyle in the United States that was the difference they adapted how it works here and because of that as I was growing up um, yeah, a lot of the leeway. pressure was yeah I had a lot of leeway and they let me do whatever I want honestly like when I was young I was going out a lot like I, I really did mm-hmm. and I, I would just go out and have fun and they didn't really say anything they knew like I'll come home late but I think in their mind is like I'm I'm they think I'm responsible like I, I wasn't sure but like I'm like and eh, they think I'm responsible it's like <laughs> no. eh, he's out so like, what the heck's he doing out so late but I used to go out a lot during high school I he's really drunk did. oh sorry go on and then um they, they didn't really say much about it and then I worked when I was like 15 or 16 somewhere around there and they didn't they they were they wanted to manage my money then I then but then they ended up not doing it they just let me figure it out and when I was young, I, I, I was saving money, but at the same time, I was spending recklessly because I was a kid, you know, I was young. But then I was um, buying sneakers, selling sneakers, so like kind of merching pretty much. And because I was doing that, I made money my own way. And they just wanted me to figure it out, honestly. Like, And then eventually, as I grew older, I knew how valuable money was. So then I learned how to manage manage money a lot better. So... They just kind of just threw me out there. It's like, hey, you'll figure it out because they knew that they raised me better to know what I'm doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like I disappointed them in like school and whatnot. But uh, you know, now they they kind of look at me differently now, obviously, because I have other things that I'm I'm worried I'm worried about now or focusing on. I would say. Um, but yeah, because my sister took most of the pressure, it didn't apply much to me. Even though like it still did in my teenage years, don't get me wrong. It's just that my when my sister told me the story about that, I, I kind of understood. And she's like, you're lucky that I took all the pressure because, you know, it was so hard for me. And then for you, it's like it's so much easier now because they're so lenient now. So that's how my parents are now. Yeah. See, it's like for me, it was like with dating too. Like my my parents would compare me to my my uh, aunts, so my cousins. Oh my god, I can relate. Whereas like basically, they're they're like one year older than me, but they're all girls. Yeah, and I know what I'm gonna say. Cause right. I see I've seen I'm like get fucked and fucked over a lot of shit. <laughs> all the I'm, time. Yep. And I'm I'm the oldest in the family too, and like we're yep. Vietnamese, so my mom would listen to my aunt and be like, oh like I can't have a girlfriend until. My cousin have a girlfriend, uh, boyfriend, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like the, the thing is, is like, are high as fuck too, yeah, and and the standards really high. So it's like, even though like I never even knew my cousin have gr- boyfriends or not too, but apparently they did when they were younger, and their parents just never found out. But for me, like because I care about my parents, so I don't like want to disappoint them by going not behind their back and do that. So I've never dated. So I was never focused on dating like throughout my childhood until like recently. And then they gave, and then they gave you shit about that. Yeah, and then that you took yeah. too long. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. They're like, "Oh, why, why don't you have a girlfriend?" I'm like, "Cause you told me I can't date yet." Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, whose fault is it, huh? <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Are you gay? You like guys? Cause all I see you is just hanging out with your guy friends." I'm like. Yeah. 
because you don't want me to have girls over. It's not, it's not <laughs> that too. It's like, oh my god, man, our your your aunt. I know they're mine too, but like your aunt and uncles. But like, oh my god, they're so fucking judgy, man. Holy shit! That's why I mean by like the standards are so fucking high. It's like. It's almost like they want to pick out, like, in the parents. Like, it's almost like they want to pick out who's the correct one for you, as if they know better. It's still the old mindset. Yeah. Like, me and you were like, I'll fuck it. I, I fucking date whoever fuck I want. It's the same It's the same <laughs> with school. Yeah. Well, you grew up different. Oh, I didn't even get to about my lifestyle. Yeah, yours is your just fucking oh, man. crazy. Ours is just like a regular kind of boring. Okay, ready for the next question? Is it, uh, what's the next question? What is the most awkward sex situation you've ever been in? <laughs> I'll start off. <laughs> oh, I know mine. Uh, I'll we know start yours, off. Jay. Okay. I'll, I'll name one. I'll go for it. So, uh, so I was with this girl. Okay, get ready to laugh your fucking pants off. So this kind of like happened recently. I was with this girl. We're watching a movie. And uh, I shit you not. You know, we get turned on because the movie's like, you know, had all these sex scenes and and I'm turned on, kind of, but I didn't want to show any signs. So I just put my hand on her butt to kind of, like, give her the signal, you know, whatever. She's turned on, too. So she starts kissing me, whatnot. Kiss don't last that long. After, you know, making out, they usually try to do something and whatnot. And we're trying to go at it and whatnot, right? And and she 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 pulls her hand and puts it down my pants and right. And she's ravaging through my pants, like undo my belt, undo my zipper and whatnot. And she's like just trying to like dig, right? And I was like, you know, just keep kissing her and whatnot and just keep like playing with her butt to keep her turned on and whatnot while we're making out and stuff like that. And I'm like, should you not? And I was like, it's been three minutes. She hasn't touched my you know what yet. I was like, the fuck is taking her so long? And then and then she she's like, she gets frustrated. So she she puts her head underneath the blanket and she goes down, right? And then, and then all of a sudden I hear her giggling and then she goes, what the fuck? And then I was like, <laughs> what is it? She goes, she comes back up, popping her head out of the blanket. Right. And she looks at me and she goes, I've been at this for so long. You know, you got your fucking boxes on backwards. That's why I can't <laughs> find a fucking hole to fucking pull your thing out. And I was like, oh, really? And I, I didn't even notice that I had my boxer on backwards. That's because you know how there's a hole in the front, right? So... That's the hole the girl usually pulls your dingling out from, right? So they can start, you know, maybe playing with it and whatnot and whatever. And my ass had my fucking boxes on backwards that night. Don't know why, but it was on backwards that night. I guess I was in a rush or whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't pay attention to where the fucking hole is and whatnot. And then, and then, and then uh, I started dying laughing because in my head I was like, oh shit. No wonder she took so fucking long. I was like wondering why the fuck she's taking so long to pull it out from the fucking hole. And it was my dumb ass fault that that's why she was taking so long to take it out. <laughs> and so I bust out laughing and she bust out laughing. And she calls me, you're a fucking idiot. And we're just laughing the whole time that it killed the fucking mood. So that was like an awkward situation with me and her. <laughs> I'm wondering why she didn't just put her hand through the boxer. She was about to, but she was like, like 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 a fucking like a scavenger like where the fuck is this fucking hole and she goes down like she's i don't know i don't know what i don't know what she was thinking but i was thinking the same thing it's like why the fuck is taking her so long to find a damn hole it's like a button right there to tell you where the hole is and then shit the button was is in my ass crack basically probably (laughs) i don't fucking know where it is but that's probably where it was but like that's what's taking her so long to do everything 
and it was my dumbass fault. <laughs> it killed the whole mood that that night. <laughs> it took us a while to get back in the mood. <laughs> Big brain K. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyone else? No one. I got none. I got on? none. Yeah. What? Dan? Wait, what was the question? Basically, like an awkward, like something that happened awkwardly during sex. Yeah, like did you did you jizz in like five seconds or something? <laughs> yeah, or like, maybe you came too fast or something. You like that, to... that that was like in the beginning, but like the other one was like probably like queefing when I was fucking in the back, and then it, it's just I don't know. It's just that we just started <laughs> fucking laughing, and then I'm just like, I'm like, like it's it's like feeling good, right? I'm like getting into it, and then we just we just started hearing. It. I was like, and we just started laughing. I'm like, what the fuck, and then we just. <laughs> And then you stop. Yeah, I, I kind of kept going and I stopped. And then she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "I don't know if I should stop or keep going." We just kept laughing. I don't know if I should stop. I was like, "I was Did like, you oh. seriously ask that?" Yeah, cause dude, yeah, Dan was just insa- enjoying the sound. I was enjoying it. I was like, "Yo, this sounds funny." <laughs> and then and then later I just kind of laid. And I was like, "You want to do?" I was like, "I think we're done for tonight." <laughs> you want to go home? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because it was getting late. That's why I was like, I, I, yeah, the fucking queefing just fucking laughed. It's so funny. I don't know what it is. I was like, what the fuck is I that? I like did that you? story. No, because I thought she farted. I was like, did you fart? She's like, no. I was like, oh, it's your vagina. Yeah, that's the thing, because like, like, most people actually don't know what queefing is. So like, for your first time, like, if you hear it, you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Like, for people who don't know what it is. And then, yeah, I I feel as if most of us will just laugh because we don't know that girls can fart from their vagina. Most most guys actually don't know what queef is. Most guys don't know what queefing is, and that actually does happen that most guys will giggle from it. So, yeah, Dan, I, I don't blame you. I knew what it was because my sister used to make joke about it, so that's how I knew what that phrase meant. That term, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a scientific explanation for it, too. Oh, I know what it is, but like, <laughs> but like, do tell but I, Jay, do yeah. tell. Oh no, no, keep going. I'm not gonna laugh. Like in the beginning, when you know the girls that the the girl that I slept with, um, when she did make that sound, I was like, <laughs> I did giggle, but she had her back turned, so she didn't see my face like smiling like a fucking loser. Like what the fuck is this? And I just kept going. <laughs> like oh, I knew what it was. I was just I was just still laughing while I, I was just still laugh going about it. <laughs> yeah. Just got to change the position. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah. Jay, do you have an embarrassing mo- story? Oh, man. I don't know whether to say if it's embarrassing or uh, just it's, it's, da- downright amazing. The question, was aw- <laughs> the question she asked me was awkward sex moments. Awkward? No. But like, no, go. Okay. Like in- so, I'm sorry. I should have gave more content. What, what, what she was asking me was, what is awkward for a guy during sex that we don't say? Oh, okay. I am so sorry. It's, That's what okay. I meant to say. No, I'm never so sorry. Mind. I'm so sorry. That's what she meant to say. Um, <laughs> like for me, it was like the fact that I put my boxes on backwards. But I, <laughs> that, yeah, that, I didn't, that. I didn't, I didn't have any big fuck ups like that. But yeah, now that I, now that you say it like that, I can't really think of anything. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe getting like like squirted in the face. What? <laughs> yeah, that happens, dude. That happens. It, it, yeah. it does, dude. Like fucking, my whole like, entire belly was like covered in her jizz. Yeah. <laughs> so mine, mine was. I, the... I was like, what the fuck? I thought she peed on me. See, so <laughs> mine, so she just mine was the... at my belly. Yeah, mine was the face, right? 
and i was i was astonished by it the reason why is, <laughs> the reason why is i'm like I, I, it's kind of like what Kay said i don't know if it was pee he was or probably like, eating that pussy like old pizza oh, I, was, I, was, I was going for it yeah He's going but, for uh, ass. <laughs> um yeah so the first time it happened to me I, I actually paused for a second to think i literally was thinking about what came out of her vagina was it pee was it blood was it water? What the fuck is this substance, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at her, and she had her face covered because she was so embarrassed by it. <laughs> and then I, I started to laugh, too, just like Dan. I was like, what? oh, man. I wouldn't say it's awkward, but it, it, it was funny. It was funny to me. I think the, the, the parts when, like, you start laughing during sex is, like, kind of the most memorable ones. Mm-hmm. Because you just look back and you just like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it stays with you. Yeah, it really does stay with you. <laughs> yeah, so, but as far as awkward goes, it's, it's... Yeah, I can't think of anything. It's funny how we're talking about this because um, someone asked me this question. And I was like... Because I, I actually talked to a lot of Latina girls and stuff. And like, they're, they're all cool. They're like, they're actually really cool. And they're very... Um, they're un- They're not selfish either. They treat you a lot of... They treat you a lot. Wait, say it again. They're, they're not like selfish. They buy you stuff and like. Oh, who like, who are you talking about? Oh, fuck! Like like Latina girls that. Like, oh, are, are okay. Oh, yeah. They're mad open, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. they're really open mm. and like they buy you stuff. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, you should try this. Like I'll, I'll buy you, and I'm like, okay. I was like, what is that? Um, but one of the questions they asked was, "What is your sexual fantasy desire?" Oh, like bad. favorite position oh. or like what you always wanted? Or? Always wanted. Oh, okay, go on. I, I want to have sex with a milk. Hey, I, 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 that's I, respectable. Cause like, cause like, cause like, 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 especially like porn and stuff. Like when you were younger and they're older, you're like, holy. Yeah, shit, I, I feel like hot. that's a. Oh, like, you mean an older girl, not like, so much so as a milf. No, I for him, like for a, him, it's milf. It's more like do. it's more like they have like the fucking experience. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's like a normal fetish everybody has. Yeah, not like grannies, okay? Yeah, not, no, not, that, not, not that. Like that. No, that's that's I was, crazy. I was giggling not because of a fucking granny and whatnot. It's because I slept with a milk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay. okay. But, um... Milk yeah, could be, like, any age. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, you met, like, an older girl, or... So Kay slept with gen- generalization. Yeah. It milf when we think of milf, it's like yeah, older, I, mature lady. Yeah, because old, 80, the, the, when you think of the experience, <laughs> they they all had it's like Ooh, holy shit, okay, what how it is to be with her <laughs> and shit like that. I, I don't know. That's just a thought. I guess for me, it's like porn stars. Yeah, oh. porn stars. See. Your fetish is a porn star? Not a uh, fetish. Wait, why, 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 We're talking about fetishes. Why? No, fa- like, fantasy. 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 Oh, fantasy. Why, why? Experience? They have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Michael? Can you name a porn star specifically? Oh, shit. I'm terrible with names. Oh, okay. I just right, watch. Michael, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't search for names. can't say that I really have a I tell, I mean, sexual fantasy. No I mean, I've 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 had anal sex with a girl before, so I I don't really have actual fantasy. I just enjoy having sex. So I I don't know. I really can't say. Anal? Yeah, I've done anal before. 
Oh, okay. Uh, wait, oh, but yeah. that, that's that not really a fantasy. No, I mean, I've done it, but I mean, I really don't have one. Like, if I'm th- I'm thinking about it now as we speak, but I really don't. Ha- like, I really can't think of one. Like, no bondage, no like threesome, no, no furry, or like. I have Jesus. no wait, feeling what? so no. bondage would work. What? I don't fucking know what people can. No, no lesbian, no threesome, no. Uh, threesome, I, I guess. I, I don't know. I like. Don't really have one. I just enjoy having well, you, sex. I rather I don't know. You, you, Kay, you told us you had a threesome. It's too much work. Yeah, we're gonna edit that out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of one on the spot right now. Like I'd really have to think about it. I really have to think about it. I don't. Okay, have we'll one. come back to you, Marco. Jay, I've always wanted to try anal. Okay, I've never. I never. <laughs> I want to try. It. I didn't get a I've chance to do it my last two. So. so if you if you try anal, um, you obviously you need a lot of lube. Do, and do you have to clean the butthole? Well, you got to make sure that she's clean beforehand. How does she mm. clean it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't there in the room. You know, she just has to be. She has, she has to be clean before. Because like yeah, I, like and then the I, other thing, if you do anal, don't you can't stick it in the vagina afterward. Why not? Uh, because she could catch. Sanitary. Yes. She might get. Um, uh, yeah. Syphilis. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. it's uh, gonorrhea. Thank you. Um, yeah. That's what I meant. To say. Yeah, but yeah. if you, if you do try it, you obviously have to use a lot of lube, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of foreplay, because she has to get like relaxed and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think you just spit and then be done. With it. <laughs> and then. No, they have to like kind of. I don't know how to say it. Like, you ever heard of like? Okay, you guys ever heard of anal beads? Yeah. Notice that the beads mm-hmm. in the beginning are smaller to mm-hmm. bigger. So she has to loosen so, up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you, it's a, it's a muscle mm-hmm. inside of it. Yes. You actually have to stretch it out first before you can put the whole thing in. Yeah, I mean it's the same way. Yeah, that, that's what Marco is trying to say. Right? Yeah. Out of it. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. you, foreplay, like if you do a lot of foreplay, she'll get relaxed, and then you should let her guide it in because it's her ass. Because yeah. you're not just going to like grab it and just fucking shove it in there because then she, <laughs> she'll it, be in it, a lot of pain. They might actually bleed or... Yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah, they could actually bleed because there's... Yeah. 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 There's vessels so, in there, yeah. Yeah, so that's why you, you want to do a lot of foreplay and let her guide it in. Yeah, so she can take the amount, uh, whatever, centimeters or inches at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, because like I said, it's actually a muscle and it has to be stretched out. Yeah, because yeah. I do want to try it, but then it's like when you think about anal, it's just like uh, this like shit. A lot of preparation, I guess. Like when, mm-hmm. when your dick be covered in shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. you need to make you know? a, a list. You gotta check it, check off all the the the, bucks, the boxes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, going ladies. going back, I, I don't know. I I don't have one at the moment, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Damn, you still don't. No. Damn. Must be yeah. boring in Guatemala and not have a fantasy. <laughs> So remember, ladies. Okay, is there is there at least like a, a a type you always wanted to try? Um, not like being racist or anything like that. Just like a a, a type that you're ex- attracted to. Like like example, like when it comes to Hispanic or Latino girls, I have this fetish for like uh, Venezuelan girls. I don't mm. fucking know why. Why like specifically they, from Venezuela? You have you not seen how many times they won fucking top model? Yeah. Okay then. But why? why <laughs> that, that's it? Because they I, no, yo, those no, really no, good I mean, Brazilians, like, they, no, I mean, like Their culture, dude? their culture what? is that they they actually because that's their number one thing they're famous for, like the Miss Universe, because they won so many times. Is that they 
all the girls there are constantly like top notch, good looking all the time. That's good for them, but like they like no, I mean like they go to school for it. Mm-hmm. There's a school for it that they start the girls off young and like training their like and like raising their body to like conform correctly or form correctly. Um, that to, reminds to me of uh, that reminds me of Brazil. They do the same thing. Yeah, matter Brazil. of fact, they yeah, actually Brazil. they actually focus a lot on their ass. Yeah, Brazil. way more than I mean. I guess if it's if it's like a fantasy like yours, then I guess I would want to fuck a Brazilian chick. I do. Well, Ar- Argentinian. Chick. Yeah. yeah, I mean me like I've done it. I'm sorry, like, Venezuelan, right? I've done a bunch. Oh, me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done a bunch of different positions. I've done it in a bunch of places. I've done, uh, I've had sex in the car. I've done anal, so it's like oh. don't have like oh, an that's, actual that's not my sexual fantasy. But. I don't have one, but I guess if if it's comparing one like you like with a Venezuelan chick, then I would want to do a Brazilian chick. Yeah. My my sexual fantasy is is like completely different because I've done like. Anything, say it. Say it. Okay. I've done, done just about everything. Say it. Like that I could think of. No, everything. say it. Huh? Say it. What is it? What? What's sexual fantasy? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold on, Jay. I was trying to get to it. But like one of the things that Quick. I always found it like kind of like exotic, right, is the um, it's the lingerie set where it's like there's a slit in between the vagina that they don't have to take a, take off their lingerie. So you want to oh, fuck yeah, them with clothes on, pretty much? <laughs> no, fuck no I know what you mean. It's, no, it's fucking, sexy fucking lingerie. With underwear yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not clothes, it's lingerie. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. but that with, like, some stockings on, right? Like, I would buy... So, I would he buy likes that. to fuck with So basically, he likes, he, he likes, yeah, sexy underwear, I would say. <laughs> yeah, the more clothes <laughs> on lingerie. you have, the fucking hotter it is. There you yeah, go. Just, like, just throw on, a, like, a turtleneck sweater yeah. next to him. Yeah, yep. some, put on a thermal suit. Yeah. No, put a fucking beanie on. Put a hazard <laughs> suit on. No, it's not. No, it's the lingerie. It's the, it's, the, it's the sexy outfit lingerie. Like, I've always had girlfriends who always had it on. But for every fucking time that they had it on, they take it off. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, can, you, can you leave like, it I'll on for me? I'll move the panties to the fucking side or something <laughs> while you keep it on. There but like, go. okay, so like what my exes have told me is that it's actually very uncomfortable to fuck with the with their, like, basically like their G-string, their underwear, their thongs, all that stuff. It's uncomfortable for them to have it on. That mm. they prefer to take it off because it gets in the way while they're fucking. Interesting. I understand that. Um, but for me, there is, there is like an underwear or like, a, you know, a, a lingerie that actually has the opening like right there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I what, think for that, men? No, for girls. Not oh. for men, man. <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm the motherfucker who put my boxes on backwards. Okay. You, you think underwear? I could wear that oh. shit correctly? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, yeah, that's, that's actually like my sexual fantasy. Like I would buy that for my girl. Is that what most guys do anyway? Just buy their girls sexy underwear. I no. have attempted that, but most of my girl. Okay, most of my girls you haven't done it yet. Most of my girls doesn't want to wear stuff while doing it. The girls, at least the girls I. Do. Oh, I at was. I thought you I were gonna it. say like they don't want to wear whatever you buy them. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's it's just that like they wear no, and I have bought lingerie for them, mm-hmm. but they fucking take it off in the middle of sex. Mm-hmm. They really do. Like they just waste. take it off, and I, I understand why. I understand why because it is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like especially, especially the underwear part. The bra, I can understand that too like... because it's annoying to move the bra to the side just to get to the girl's nipple. Yeah, which it... is a sensitive spot, so she would just prefer to take that shit off. Yeah, and I feel like it's more of an accessory to get you in the mood. Yeah, that's that's its main yeah. selling point. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
Cause and doesn't bras have like wires and everything that's get that gets under control? Yeah, that's why they have lingerie that like has those little openings for you, so they don't have to take it off. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Yeah. So remember, ladies, wipe it fast. Cause I'm <laughs> coming for that ace. <laughs> <laughs> and not all dogs know how to swim. That too. <laughs> Life fucking lesson. All you kids out there. All right, Take we're going to go me. clockwise. Dan, you're going to start off and go sign off. Go ahead. All right, guys. Thanks for hearing out on our podcast. I'm a bit tired right now, so I'm going to sign out. This is Dan. Everyone else will take care of it. Yeah. Just another day on another podcast. Kind of woke up from a nap earlier. Felt like shit. Eight. Had some beer. Where's this going? <laughs> we're, we're off. What's going on? <laughs> I'm signing out. Well, that pretty much about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, as always, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe, and always as uh, share it. Uh, if you think someone that needs to hear something, uh, you know, feel free to share it to someone or pass it along. Uh, if you have any questions or if you want to hear opinion stuff, you can always hit us up through the YouTube channel or through the website and leave us an email. This is your sound guy, Marco, signing off. What up? It's your boy, Jay, a.k.a. Mr. Simple, a.k.a. Kimchi Poppy. Beep, 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 beep. Keeping it real. You know how it is. Uh, don't forget to leave a comment down below, just like Marco said. And again, don't be afraid to leave a comment if you have any questions or anything i cannot overstate this enough we want your opinions and thank you for listening before jay comes for that ass before i come for that ass (laughs) especially you in alaska i don't know who's who's who you are (laughs) but i fucking love you you beautiful piece of shit (laughs) this is jay signing off what are you (laughs) (laughs) i mean i do it to you too so okay what's up it's your boy k skyline Pick your panties back up. All right. Anyways, remember to like, comment, subscribe. And I do check the messages on when you do text me, DM me, or private message me or comment. Um, Any type of responses of like any questions that you had or disagreement that you had. I want to give a shout out to all of you for actually taking the time to actually listen to this while you're either driving, cleaning something at home. Or just maybe just playing video games while having this podcast on. I appreciate that you guys are just listening to a bunch of guys just talk about random shit. Um, and I hope you guys like stay tuned and tune in to hear about more shit that we have more to talk about. That is great. That most of us won't say. And um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe and all that. But most importantly, if you think as if someone needs to hear this, pass this shit to someone. And remember, listeners, to always stay gray. I need more beer. <laughs>